What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Here's the Deal podcast. I want to let you know that just by listening to this podcast, you get some awesome bonuses like the Dwell app. The Dwell app, you well know that the Dwell app is one of our favorite apps when it comes to listening to the word. We want to encourage you, go to dwellapp.io, that's dwellapp.io slash here's the deal, and you can receive 33% off your annual or lifetime subscription to the Dwell app. It's awesome. It's going to help you walk with, meditate on, and memorize the word of God. And so make sure you're going to dwellapp.io slash here's the deal to receive 33% off. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall, and I'm joined by my friend and my co-host, Luke Chris. Luke, how are you doing? Doing really good, man. How about you? Wonderful. Uh, you know that people can actually, uh, they've done this, and they've told me that they can recite what we say in the opening every single time, because you say the exact same thing, and I say the exact same thing. And I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Chris, and you go, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Well, maybe we should mix it up next time. Probably should have told me that before we started recording this one. Yeah, but that's that's okay because I think I think it brings consistency in the, in the midst of a time where there's lots of inconsistency. So yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, and that's how we're gonna do that. And so uh, maybe next time you should do the open. I, I can't. It's too much pressure. <laughs> uh, how, how many times did it take us the last time you did the open? How many times did it? How many takes did it take us to record? The last time day? I remember was when I was still living in Dallas. You came down. We started. Uh, we didn't even have a guest at that point. No, it was just me and you. There no. wasn't anybody else to impress it or was, try to work it in. Was it was the just, most comfortable scenario. We were sitting on two chairs and just sitting in your living room. Um, and we started about 7.30, and it was a 25-minute podcast, and we finished close to 11, I think. Just because we couldn't get the – we just couldn't get the welcome down. And finally, did you end up doing it, or did you end up going, I, I just can't? No, I, I think I did it. it. It reminds me of – uh, that's a bad reference. I can't use that. But sorry, I, I just Talladega Nights after Ricky Bobby first races and he's doing the interview after yeah. and he has no clue what to say and he keeps raising his hands and he's yeah. like, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. He I just could not. I had no clue what to do. Yeah. So I'm glad we did the intro. Um, so, anyways, um, on today's episode, uh, one that we've actually uh, been encouraged. Uh, to do and one about dating and about uh, marriage those are really popular topics especially around our listeners and so on today's episode we're super excited uh, to have a young couple who um, have recently been in the uh, in the dating portion of that and have experienced for the last two years of uh, being married that young married kind of uh, scene in that season and uh, that I have not been in in uh, four years and so um so um, and so, anyways, we have a young couple who are, uh, uh, who love the Lord, who are doing ministry even together, and so uh, we're excited to introduce to the podcast uh, Caleb and Tori Jones. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. I could have just sat here and listened to y'all <laughs> do your intro back and forth all day. That was amazing. We're professionals. <laughs> we're, we have a, we have our own studio, so I don't know. Uh, they're actually joining us in studio, so they're actually here in Studio One. Um, and uh, they get to be in here with no carpet and 
there may be something crawling on the wall. We're not entirely sure. So, uh, anyways, we're we're excited to have you guys. And um, and so, uh, Caleb, why don't you tell us a little bit about what do you do for a living? Like, tell us a little bit. Yeah, so I work for Strength to Stand, the Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association. Who we've had on the show. Yes, yeah. Scott, he's the man. I went to college and lived actually with his son Hunter for three years. Nice. And we started off not really that close as friends. And uh, I don't think he <laughs> wanted to live with me, but neither of us had any other option. And so we were we were stuck together. And around the end of college, he knew I wanted to go into ministry, told me I should look into interning with his dad. Mm-hmm. And I've been there ever since. And it has been a joy and a passion to get to preach, direct social media. Be the hype MC, guy. <laughs> be the hype guy. Yeah. Tribe Wars, camp games, all the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and so uh, you've been working. And, and that's really our connection with Caleb is that we've known him uh, for... Uh, a few years now, and mm-hmm. uh, especially through Scott Dawson, and then uh, your significant other and better half, Tori. So tell us a little bit about what you uh, what you do, because um, you're like little social media and and blogging kind of stuff too. So tell us. Yeah. Um, you don't so, even realize the question that you just asked. Yeah. So this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had so funny story. Um, I have been in an interesting season. Um, this summer, uh, is now what August. Mm -hmm. So for the past two months, June and July, I was on furlough from Mm -hmm. the job and company that I had been working with for the past three years. Mm. Um, just, you know, COVID happens, you work with elementary schools and then schools get shut down and schools get shut down. So, you know, um, collected that unemployment and mm-hmm. took care of our dog. So that was kind of what the past two months looked like. That sounds great. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's my best friend. Um, but okay. other All than right. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yes, so, and I guess I can say this because by the time this comes out, this will be like yeah. official. Um, I just accepted a position at Gardendale First Baptist. So I will be, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. Um, I will be in the student ministry. I will be uh, over there, admin and creative. She's replaced. We just talked about that. (laughs) We we just hung out with our team. We were just there. We were just there. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're gonna be in that cool little office. I'll be in the cool little office. You'll be with Dawson Brown too. Yes, with Dawson and Morgan and Caleb. Yes, Caleb's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Not this Caleb, different Caleb. Yeah, he's awesome. There's so many Caleb's around. You say Caleb, I have no clue who you're talking. I have to. I have to be very specific. And so that's awesome. So you're gonna be for part of that. So for those of you who are listening all over the globe, Gardendale's right down the road uh, from us, and so they are kind of the student ministry in the area that is... uh, we're good friends with the student ministry there. The student pastor is an awesome guy, awesome friend of ours. And so um, uh, just knowing that you're going to be right down the road, that's awesome. Yeah, and We so, love big news on right? the podcast. Yeah, it's so this, this, this is like my news. first public declaration. That's so fun. They, I think, are announcing it this coming Monday. That's awesome. Um, I'll get to meet some people on Sunday too, but... I don't think I told you that yet, but we need to do that. Um, but <laughs> we like to do this all on, on the right. Podcast. Just have that's our great. hash out our personal stuff. Yeah, that's um, but yeah, so um, I, my first day is Monday. So that's awesome. Yeah. You guys are going to be here. Yes. Like that's really yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and so, man, I was really hoping it was going to be a baby. No, no. That would have been so much. Like, no. that was great and stuff, but that would have been so much better. I'm so sorry to disappoint. Because then it could so be a parenting podcast, too. Absolutely um, not. No, um, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. so um, a couple <laughs> things. One, uh, tell us a little bit about how, how did you guys meet? How did, 
really honestly, what did you have to do uh, to get Tory? So like, <laughs> like that kind because of, I know you're rocking the mullet and you got that cool like silver chain hanging. Jerry's still out on the mullet. Just, yeah. just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know if she would say I'm rocking the mullet. I think I'm rocking the mullet, and I appreciate you. That yeah, you I, say we've that, had lots of people tell us. <laughs> when I was told that he's going to keep it until conference season, which is this winter. That's months. It's months. Yeah. It's months. His hair has grown a lot in like the past. <laughs> Three weeks that he's had it. You better so. not let you better not let people Gardendale see him. They already have <laughs> that job. They already done, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what yeah. was the question? You asked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, a mullet. <laughs> a mullet works for this area. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent in rural Alabama, a mullet is. Uh, but then you pair it with the skinny jeans, and people are just confused. Yeah, yeah they have no idea. Is that? <laughs> Is he? What, I don't know up? if I like this guy. Or not. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. You know, it's fine. I like to just walk the line. And so, how did you guys meet? So we actually worked at a summer camp. Back in 2016, we worked at a summer camp in Atlanta, Georgia called Camp All-American. And I'm man enough to admit this. In 2015, we may have met. We did meet. May have met. We did meet. What what does that mean? (laughs) We met. We're not in the same kind of age group in camp in terms of the kids we worked with. Anyway, and I remember meeting him because I spent, like, I filled in for someone. Yeah the area that he was in and I was like who is this he's clearly a counselor because he's wearing yeah. like the counselor t-shirt but yeah. he looks like a child yes yeah. um and so and I like met him you know friendly say hi type thing we definitely met yeah but you don't remember he it. does not remember I don't remember maybe we should reconsider this being a marriage <laughs> and dating podcast because uh this may be what not to do okay so so you guys finally meet for the time that yes, you guys in both remember right we yeah. met we were on the same leadership team so we were the first summer that we unofficially met we were counselors and the second summer we came back as what was called core leaders and we were leading the counselors that summer and we were on the same team and i can remember the very first day that we met, I will never forget it. <laughs> Tori was coming in like five or so minutes late, and she was a little frazzled. It was raining. It was raining. I had my glasses Wait, on. Wait, is this the first day of the first time or the first this day? Because you did forget the first time you met. Right. Yeah, this, and so, yeah. so like, gotcha. this, is, this is the official first this time. Is okay. Okay. This, yeah. is, yeah. this is what counts. Yeah. This is where the story counts, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, she comes in, and I had the rest of the leadership team was already there, and we got an email a week ago or a week before that gave us the lay down who's on our layout who's on our team what are their names where they're from and she was the last one there and we were all talking we'd obviously all met each other already and she sits down next to me and I looked at her and I didn't know what to say so I go what's your name and I thought that that was going to be completely normal because and I was we had like, never met before one we have met before two <laughs> I know who you are by process of eliminate. Like we found out the list of people who we were working with. Maybe I was a little too quick to judge, but I was also very like frustrated, had been in traffic, was raining. I sit down at this table, like all my clothes are wet. And he's like, what's your name? I'm like, it's Tori. Like you should know. (laughs) It's Tori. I'm Tori. Like you've met everybody else on the list of people like, who else would I be? Why am I sitting at your table if I'm not? Anyway, I may have been a little, well, that, but but I think it made it sense. I could not imagine. Like I'm, I'm coming at it from the guy's perspective where uh, this pretty girl sits down next to me yes. and I go, hey, what's your name? 
How dare you? Okay, I, I, I will say I was not rude. I wasn't rude to him, but that was internally, my internally. Internally, yeah. internally, I was like, "What is this?" Okay, hi, yes, I'm Tori. Like, nice to meet you. What's your name? Okay, it's Caleb. I knew that already, but it's fine. Like, you know, I. It was fine. It was fine. I was nice, right? Was Eventually, I mean? Yeah. No, I I'm was. Just kidding. Hey, you were, nice. <laughs> you were nice. No, okay, but y'all, you need to know this. Um, not 15 minutes after that happened, we had a little break in our session, like our training session. He asked your name again. <laughs> that would be even better. <laughs> you um, really don't have to share this story. <laughs> no, I do. I really do. So um, he pulls out his phone. He's like, you guys want to see a music video that I made? To, this is like first impression. <laughs> if you know, if you know anything about Caleb Jones, backing up a little bit, you know that he has a deep, deep love for the Lord and Justin Bieber. Um, was not expecting that second. And one. <laughs> I kind of was. <laughs> so he pulls out his phone, pulls up YouTube, and we're all like sitting around. We all kind of know each other, but not really. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like starting to get to know people's quirks and stuff. Yeah. And he pulls up this music video and it is him while at Sanford earlier that year with a friend. Um, his friend filmed him lip syncing to a Justin Bieber song, um, full, complete with dance moves. And what song was it? Do you remember? It was I'll Show You. Off the oh, purpose. that's a good one. <laughs> that was a good album. That's a good one. This was when his style was kind of transitioning into what it is today. Yeah. So kind uh, of awkward. Kind of awkward. Yeah. Yes. Like I think he wore like a drop tail t shirt with khaki pants. Um, they were chinos. Okay. It, okay. Chinos. <laughs> um, but Get it like right. you know, like like the trendy long shirts, but not skinny jeans. Like yeah. nice pants. Yeah. Um, yes. like, it, like a transition from like normal person to hipster and it got like stuck in the middle. In the buffer. middle, yes. Yeah. It's like so, some parts of it are cool, but some parts it's like they look kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. So this is what we're watching and we watch it and I don't even remember like having coherent thought afterwards because I was like, I'm on a team with this guy for the rest of the summer. <laughs> yeah. um, and now for the rest of your and life. And now for the rest of my life because somewhere in there it clicked and we we are here today. Yeah. I will say it took me a few months after that to convince her that I did have the maturity Some level value. that was worth okay. <laughs> I, I, to date. I will say there was a point in the summer when I was like, okay, you know, I think I misjudged him. Yeah. First um, impression, terrible. First impression was okay. <laughs> yeah. um, really second impression, but who's counting? Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, it was, it, he, yeah. he, he showed that he had a, heart for the Lord and for other people. And that is what ultimately attracted to you. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, so now you guys, how long did you guys date before you got married? Um, almost two years. Yeah. Uh, almost two years. We were, we had been dating a year and a couple months when we got engaged. And then by the time that we got married, it was almost two years of dating. Yeah. I think we celebrate our two year dating anniversary. So was this like marriage. a sophomore year of college for you guys? It no. was, Actually, we met between sophomore and junior year of college. For okay. you. For, for me, and junior and senior year <laughs> really, for her. Really, we yeah. went to the same high school. You <laughs> just didn't know me. <laughs> so what, at what point, because this is always the moment, um, and, and for some it is this just like an instant. Mm -hmm. some, for some it's a gradual moment of realization and trying to figure it out. 
But what was that moment? When was when was it that you guys knew that the Lord was doing something more than just like a casual dating thing? It was uh, really the knitting together of, hey, we're moving towards marriage. Like, how was that for you guys? Um, when when was that for you guys? I think for me, it, the process started before we even started dating because I had dated people up until and before this summer, but I can remember from the very first time that we met like I had a crush on her immediately Mm -hmm. but I was there was just something about our interaction that I just wanted to be very um, honest with the Lord about and very open about and I can remember taking prayer walks around our park back where I lived when I was at home because we I lived at home while I was working at camp and I would just take these prayer walks and just talk to the Lord and say hey God if I'm going to date this person, like, I want it to be very clear that this is something that you have. I don't want to jump into this. I think that she's amazing, and I just remember being very open-handed with it and just having conversations with him before we even started dating, as our friendship started to grow, continuing to have those prayerful conversations, and I think that, well, A, that was that was really the first time that I had been very serious about it. I mean, I had always dated with a Christian mindset and Christian perspective, but this is the first time that it got really, really serious. Like, it got real for me. And mm-hmm. I just remember going, Lord, every step I take, I don't want to take it unless I know that you're leading me in this direction. And as doors continued to open, I just continued to walk, and that be my prayer. So there was, for me, it was really more of just an unveiling of, Lord, you haven't led me in a different direction, and I haven't... Um, felt like we need to do anything else or go any other direction except forward with this relationship. And mm-hmm. as we did that, we continued to grow closer. And I, I knew our hearts were aligned with a similar focus for others and for ministry. And we just, we, I proposed and we got married. And it wasn't this like one day it hit me where mm-hmm. we should get married. And I think, I think that that can happen for people. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, but I also think that if you're if you're prayerful and you are trying to take that next right step to glorify the Lord and you continue to take that next right step to glorify the Lord and you see that that person that you are dating is continuing to take that step as well mm-hmm. and you are like, I'm going to commit that me and that my, my person, my wife, my husband are going to take each step and each day and glorify the Lord, that is what's... It's, it's not... It doesn't have to be this... Miraculous one time. Miraculous thing. formula or anything like yeah. that. Now, um, so for you, it was really affirmation of the Lord all, all along the way, mm-hmm. being willing and open for there be to be moments for him to say, nah, we're good. Mm-hmm. But for you, there was just affirma- affirmation over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Tori, what about you? Yeah, um, I think in a lot of ways it's similar. Um, but one thing I think that definitely... Like, some relationships, you can kind of go, and I've been in, you know, like Caleb, I had dated a couple other guys before Mm -hmm. I met him, and um, sometimes you, like, force yourself to think seriously about things Mm -hmm. when it's not the right timing, you know, Mm -hmm. just because, especially as a woman, like, that being married was, has always been a desire of my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, like, that was something that I looked forward to, like, if you'd asked me when I was, like, 16, I would have thought I'd be married by 20, like, that's totally unrealistic for a lot of people who are yeah. in college because um, <clears throat> we met the summer before my senior year um, but we were actually going to separate colleges so mm-hmm. we were 
stayed away about three and a half hours apart. Um, and so take going immediately from summer into school, you kind of have to make the, like, I knew going into that, I was like, okay, well, I don't know where this is going to go, but I know this is serious. You Mm -hmm. know, like I, I already knew ahead of time, like this is worth me taking my senior year of college, investing time in this guy who lives three and a half hours away, Mm. you know, in a different time zone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd either have to stay up later to talk to him or, you know, like we'd have to make sacrifices. And so I think just focus in when the majority of your relationship is phone calls and FaceTimes and you get to know each other's hearts really. Uh, I didn't know until like we got married that Caleb didn't really like talking on the phone because we talked on the phone so much, you know, Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm like now forever apart. He's like, yeah, like I'll, I'll see you when I get home. Like, you don't want to talk to me for like 10 minutes. He's like, it's okay. Um, That's, that sounds, that sounds really bad. bad. No, yeah. that sounds bad. No, right. but it's because we're, jerk. Perfect. No, it's because we're married and he'll yeah. see me soon. Uh, yeah. um, but when you don't see each other for weeks at a time, it's yeah. you you invest in other ways. There, there um, has to be instead of just like there's a this time spent, quality time spent, uh, attractional, physical. It's it's now just let's talk on the phone. We've got mm-hmm. to talk emotionally and right. conversationally. So I feel like because of that, we like our relationships, but like, if you'd asked me like, Oh, you get engaged like a year after I'm probably told, you no. like that sounds really fast, mm-hmm. especially since I hadn't known him like my whole life or anything. Yeah. Cause it's weird thing to think about. Like I have only known him for four years yet. I, two years in, I said yes to spending the rest of my life with that him. Is crazy. You know, yeah. like that's when you step back and think about it, especially but, after the music video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but despite all of that, you know, um, but but no, I think there was a moment I remember, I think it was around Thanksgiving. So we hadn't really been dating that long. And, um, I was start, I was graduating in May. So, you know, about six or seven months later. And I started thinking like, okay, what do I want? What do I want to do after I graduate? Like I didn't, you know, th- there's things that you process as a senior in college or when you're thinking about entering the workforce. And I remember thinking, and I'm, like the Holy Spirit just impressed on me, like, hey, what about Birmingham? Which is where he was. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, are you sure? You know, like, yeah. I don't I don't know. Like That's, that's got to be the Spirit that's, to that's, call you here, for sure. That's, that's scary, because um, I don't really know anyone there except Caleb. And, and I Birmingham is also scary. Um, <laughs> so, you know, never in my life would I ever thought that I would move. Um, I would I would make the choice to move from Georgia to yeah. Alabama. No offense to Alabama, I just grew up a Georgia girl. I went to the University of Georgia, so I was choosing to go into enemy territory. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, hope you still keep me on this podcast. I'm a Tennessee fan. Okay, so that's I'm an Auburn fan. Okay, okay. Um, but just just throwing that out there. But um, I don't know. I think it just it was kind of gradual of like developing emotional intimacy and learning more about his heart and just trusting the Lord with each step and taking that big step of, okay, I think I want to move to Birmingham. It, it was at that point that I was, we had a conversation. We were like, or I think we had both known like Mm -hmm. that marriage was the goal, you know, Mm -hmm. but we verbalized like, Hey, I'm going to move states for you. So, like, can we have some sort of assurance? Can I get, like, you a know? promise like, ring or something? <laughs> no, but... Definitely not. Like, I remember he, he actually surprised me in Athens one day. Um, like, he drove through the night or something. I don't know. Like, in the he showed up 
randomly at my front door and we like we had a really good conversation about our relationship and I don't know I don't know if that was the moment or if that's kind of like sealed it yeah Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but Hmm. yeah that's good so after y'all you hit this point of in your minds you are both um marriage is the end goal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dating engaged what do you think like, what did both of y'all do, maybe separate or together, just to get yourself prepared to be mm-hmm. married? Go ahead, babe. Um, I will say, I think there's a lot of things, like, there's a lot of things that you can do. Like, there's, I don't know if there's, like, an exhaust, like, you can give a full list of everything. But, yeah. And I don't think that everybody, uh, I don't think that we necessarily did everything right, you mm-hmm. know? Like, um, nobody's going to do things perfectly. So, I'll say that. Um I mean, t- things that we did together, premarital counseling, mm-hmm. super huge, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that you guys talk through, like we talked through things that we hadn't thought to talk through before, yeah, yeah. you know? 100%. Um, and then also, there's a book that I can recommend to everybody who's like single, dating, engaged, already married, been married for 50 years. The Meaning of Marriage. Tim t- yes. Oh, I, my gosh. I, I give that to every couple that I do pre-marriage counseling with. <laughs> yes. yes. So um, such a great book. Um, mm-hmm. I think I read it, like, within the first month of engagement. So, like, that really, like, helped me focus my mindset on, like, mm-hmm. I want to help Caleb be be the best man of God that he can be because Mm -hmm. like as my role as his wife will be to champion him and to call him higher and his job for me will be the same, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to push each other to be Mm -hmm. like as Christ created us to be, um, that book will be in the show notes, by the way, we're going to talk because that's a really good book. So good. It is. I had that in all caps to Um, recommend that. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Husband, wife, (laughs) but, um, and then I think something too, that we, did and we kind of like again we were young we are young like we didn't necessarily know how to prepare for marriage other than like what people were telling us to do and what we were reading um but as you talk through things and as you go through premarital counseling like stuff comes out like your junk (laughs) comes out and like it's hard and I think just one of the best things that we did was have complete honesty with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, sure. just about like things that we struggled with, hard things, like mm-hmm. things that we've experienced. And, um, and I think there's an appropriate way to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not fun and it's not easy. I think that was yeah. probably the hardest part of mm-hmm. our, in, like the season that we walked through, like digging that stuff out because we didn't know each other for very long, you know, yeah. it's like, um, and there's some things even in life that if you're married, there's things that you could known somebody for a long time, but when you get in those mm-hmm. counseling situations, there's sometimes that things are on earth that you right. maybe not thought about in right. quite a long time. And so, yeah. and so I think that really helped go into marriage with eyes open mm-hmm. to things that we may have left unaddressed, yeah. you know? And I think we didn't, we didn't do this, but I've learned more about this since we've been married just from other friends going through this and at first I was a little skeptical to it I'm not gonna lie but as I've learned more about it I would recommend even um, pre-engagement counseling to young couples specifically Um, you know maybe if you're older that may not be 
as as necessary. But I think for young couples who have um, who are just maybe they dated through high school, maybe they started dating in college. Either way, just having more opportunities to speak with other people who have been in this life stage and have yeah. gone through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more advice you can get from sound, godly Christian men and women, the better. Mm-hmm. You can never get too. You can get too much advice, but you can never get too much solid advice. Yeah. I mean, people. Mm-hmm. It, it surprised me how willing people were to just throw out their marriage advice, and I yeah. was like, "Some of this is not great." I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Also, your marriage is in trouble, yeah. sir. <laughs> uh, and and I would agree. Um, even me and my wife we do marriage counseling as almost like a preventative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, and I encourage people all the time that if you're married, do marriage counseling, even yeah. if things are going well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, what I don't want is for marriage counseling to be the thing after there's been a moral failure or something like that. Uh, we, and so I, I think there's, there's wisdom in having counseling in, in all stages. Mm-hmm. So that's good. hundred yeah, percent. So you talk about um, advice that people are giving you the good and the bad. What would you say some of the best advice y'all received before you uh, got married? I think really kind of what Tori has just touched on a little bit, but just to be honest, completely honest. Um, I, I can't remember if it was um, our marriage counselor, one of our parents, one of our pastors. I can't remember who who gave me this analogy, but just talked about marriage as a house and just talked about when you are going through engagement and when you are going through your first few years of marriage especially, mm-hmm. um, just f- picture it as if you're building your foundation. And if you aren't honest with each other, if you're not honest with your spouse, if you're not honest with yourself and with God, you're going to, even they, they might be slight, they may, but they also might be bigger than you think, but there are going to be cracks in the foundation that yep. you're building. Yeah. And as you go on, you may not notice them the first year, the first two years of marriage, but those cracks that you left unaddressed, you get... 10 years into marriage and Mm -hmm. they start to just rip the foundation apart Mm -hmm. and you realize, you know what, if I was just honest when it happened or if I was just honest that I was going through something, we could have worked through it before we had kids built into our house, before we had years of what we thought we knew about someone built into our house. Mm -hmm. And if we would have just addressed the situation in the moment we could have worked through it together and it could have still been difficult. And we have had moments and days where we have sat on the floor in our kitchen and we have cried and we have worked mm-hmm. through things. And the Lord has taught me one of the things that when you just talk about honesty, I, I feel like one of the things that the Lord has taught me through marriage about himself mm-hmm. um, and about my wife is that, A, if you are going to choose to do life with someone, you have to jump in with both feet, and you have to trust that person with the good, the bad, the ugly. You have to trust them that they are going to champion you when you are really excited about something, but you also have to trust them that they are going to forgive you when you mess up. Mm -hmm. And you have to trust them that they are going to continue to honor the covenant that you made before others and for the Lord. And Tori has taught me a lot about what... God's grace looks like. Mm. Because I think sometimes it's easy to hear. You can look at grace a few different ways. You can look at it as like, oh yeah, God's grace causes everything. Like, that's awesome. You can lean more towards the like free grace side, or you can be really hard on yourself and not lean into grace. Um, but I've learned through Tori that you can cry and be upset and be mad 
and still extend grace. And I think that a lot of, I think that that is a, a picture of how the Lord looks at us. And I think that that is a good picture of how, he, of, of Christian godly grace from the Father is that when we sin, it's not like he just says, oh yeah, that's fine, whatever, you got grace, we're good. No, it is, it is something that deeply, yeah. deeply hurts the Father. But he still loves us enough to say, but my grace is still sufficient for you. My grace still covers yeah. you, and I still love you. And that's probably the best advice that I got. Yeah, that's good. I didn't mean to start no, no. preaching there. <laughs> <when I'm laughs> uh, we will now that. take up the tide and offer. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's good. And and married life. Listen, uh, as a as a guy who's been married for for six and a half years almost, um, uh, I understand like the ups and downs and the the no matter how much. No matter how much advice, no matter how much counseling you may get beforehand, you are not fully prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You are not fully prepared. There's nothing, there's no body, there's no experience that could fully prepare you for the, mm-hmm. the like, another person is, mm-hmm. is uh, you now have, for you, you have to now care for another person. For mm-hmm. you, you have to support another person who you may not even fully agree with. There's things you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife... We, she had no idea I talked to my sleep. <laughs> and and even, like, she'll record me when I sleep uh-huh. because I'll wake up and go, well, I'll tell you right now, there's nobody better in student ministry than I am. I said that the other <laughs> night. And, and she's like, you're an arrogant jerk in your, in your <laughs> oh sleep. And, and I woke up and said, I sat up and went, I live under a rock. <laughs> and then I fell right back down. She didn't know that. So there, that was probably really annoying for her to not to know that not only just children, but her husband would mean that she would not sleep for six and a uh-huh. half years. And so, like, for you guys, um, my, my question is this. What are some of the struggles that both of you maybe anticipated about marriage that, that maybe actually happened? And what are some of the things that maybe I didn't even, like, this wasn't, nobody told me that this would be an issue. Mm-hmm. But this, is kind of, this has been a struggle, too. So... Um, one thing that I didn't know would be an issue was like putting clothes in the hamper. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. <I'm sorry>. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't resist that. But it, like the hamper's right next to like where his socks are. So I just don't get, it's like. You're anyway. a child. Anyway, no. Um, no, no, no. That's, that's all in good fun. He knows that I, right? No, I mean, she's being serious. Yeah, but she's I mean, that is a serious <laughs> thing that happens. Yeah. Like this morning. And I we're picked, actually in counseling about it. I but. picked yeah. up clothes off the ground and I said, are these clean or dirty? And he said, they're dirty. And he said, actually, wait, no, they're clean. So like, I can't tell. It's all one file. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, really? um, really? <laughs> so, it's my life too. I feel that, so. <laughs> so not to say that I didn't necessarily expect things like that, but it's like, it's just, I don't know. You forget. You're like, Oh, he picked it up one time. He's, He's fixed it, you know, like <laughs> it's not going to happen again. Or I'm sure he has a lot of things that he could say about me as well. This is not just like a yeah. hate on There's just Caleb's cleanliness. Characteristics um, and stuff. But yeah. yeah um, but I also didn't expect, um, hmm, I don't know. I like, I don't think I expected kind of in that vein, just like what it really means to share your life with someone you know like in in the good thing like that's a both an awesome thing and sometimes it can be a struggle like I am Caleb thinks I'm an introvert and I think I might be an introvert just the more that I realize what that is and like needing alone time and like wanting to finish a book and Caleb wants to 
like talk to his wife and I'm like just not on the phone yeah. you know not on the phone in person um but um you know there's just like I'm like ah but I wanted to like my moments of selfishness like those don't go away <laughs> when you're married like when you're finally like living the dream like with your best friend Sleep like over for life. sharing life I'm like I'm still just as selfish as I was yeah. before we got yeah. married um and I think kind of go, when you were so- talking about, like, advice, someone was like, remember that marriage doesn't fix things. Like, yeah. marriage does not fix all your issues. Mm-hmm. And it just brings them to the surface. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does. Mm. Um, sanctification. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think that's, like, yeah. it, almost realizing your own selfishness is, like, thrown up in your face yeah. mm-hmm. constantly is, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's hard. That's yeah. not mm-hmm. something I was expecting when... I said I do, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's good. Um, I'll tell you this. My wife and I have a rule in our house. I don't like making the bed. I'm not good at it. So there's times, no joke, this morning, this is not This is not hyperbole, this is not preacher speak. It, whoever's in bed last has to make the bed. I realized I was, a, I was up. Like, I was just awake. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Like, I was just standing up because so, she moved. And because were you really I, awake though, or was yeah, it like like I was just up because I I knew that if I was my body just naturally reacted that if she gets up before I do, you have to make the bed. She, I have to make the bed. <laughs> so I, my body just naturally made me stand up, and I was not awake yet. I was sitting there. I literally put my head on the dresser, going, "Oh my gosh, what happened?" And she's <laughs> like, "You really don't want to do the bed that much that you just stand up like that." And I'm she like, doesn't sound like that. No, she doesn't. <laughs> my wife has a beautiful voice, but but I like I totally get I totally get that whole entire thing about. Um, just being selfish, and now I like me. I wake up early <laughs> to spend time with the Lord. No, I don't want to make the bed, so I can I completely get it. So, what about you, Caleb? Um, I think for me, I was surprised at how much our habits rub off on each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like I before we got married, didn't care to ever spend any time at the house or apartment or anything. I was always on the go, always filling my schedule. And that was just kind of my personality and what I wanted to do and how I did all of college and how I figured marriage would look. And I really enjoy being at home now. And it has. I think he asked you if that was like a struggle. So is that a hard thing for you? It's <laughs> no, not a struggle. It's just something unexpected. Unexpected. Didn't but expect it. Nah, it's uh, like I really enjoy being at home. And I, I really also through Tori, through her habits, this isn't a struggle, but this is something that I appreciate is Tori has helped me because of her habits and her disciplines become more disciplined. Like she just is a a more disciplined individual. She is better at planning things out. She is better at making sure that we have schedules and structure. And I am just like, it's Wednesday. Let's conquer Wednesday. I don't know what that's going to look like, (laughs) but we're going to conquer it. And then she's like, no, we have a podcast at 10. We have something else that we have to do after this. And so now I have appreciated that she has made me more disciplined. But I will say that probably one of the struggles is that, like you were saying, the things that you struggle with before marriage, they don't go away. They just come to the surface like we just talked about. But that is so true. And I think that if you don't work on your, since we're talking about young couples and young early stages of marriage if you aren't working on yourself before you get married Mm -hmm. 
those things are going to carry over yeah. into marriage and they might be small and some of them might be funny, like not putting the clothes in the hamper, but some of them might be serious, like being very selfish or mm-hmm. struggling with patience or struggling with lust. And if someone tells you that just because you struggle with lust before marriage, you won't struggle with it after marriage, they're Liar. lying to you. Yeah. And I think that it is very important for you to understand what you're getting into with marriage, that the baggage that you have in your past, you know you're bringing that with you, but the, the bags that you might not have fully feel like you have dealt with, you are going to carry them wide open into marriage, mm-hmm. and you are going to have to address them with someone else, and that is difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think that there have, there have been times that we have seen that and that it's been really difficult for whatever reason, whether it's selfishness or different reasons that you're like, I really want, it, I really want this, or... Any, any number of reasons, but that is something that we have, have really noticed. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't realize how bad Tori wanted a dog. I was like, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who wants a dog in our family. Really? <laughs> oh, hold on a Y'all, I was lobbying for a dog since like day one, and almost, it took almost two years, but we did it. We did it. Social media is so weird. I watched that entire thing unfold on her stories, <laughs> <laughs> like the whole story of how they wanted a dog, and, yeah. and then finally there was a dog in the pic. I don't yeah, social media. It was just. <laughs> I love Billy though, so I don't think I, Billy will ever hear this podcast. But if she does, I love you. Billy is our dog. Yeah. Just does your dog have a last name? Jean. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be Billy Jean, but Kim who was said telling no. me? Someone was telling me that I thought they were talking about y'all that your dog's name was Billy Eilish. So oh, well. she is named after Billy Eilish. Okay. Maybe who's Billy Eilish? You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> and her name on her Instagram name. Because she has an Instagram. We are one of those people. Oh, God, that's my, f- like, like <laughs> I hate, like, uh, so many things about like millennial, like culture that I just don't like. Dog Instagrams are my favorite thing in the whole world. I really um, don't think I that's where you're it. going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate dog Instagrams. No, I love dog Instagrams. So who is Billie Eilish? Um, a singer with a beautiful voice who may be possibly demonic, but... Has a beautiful voice. Who we are not necessarily endorsing we on this podcast. No. But um but that's your dog's that's your name. It's okay, not really her name. We will never ever call her Billie Eilish. Caleb Right. Hey, do you want to know the real reason we named her Instagram Billie Eilish Jones? It. It's kind of embarrassing. For the cloud. But it's very minimal. Min- millennial. We were like, you know what? A lot of people probably search Billie Eilish. Boom. So knew it. Yeah. we'll name her Billie Eilish the dog. Yeah, that's why Joe Biden named his podcast the Here's the Deal podcast because they he knew people would be looking for ours and right. accidentally find his. That's why we're going to title this podcast "Interview with Sadie Robertson." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do it for the for the people to listen to. It. So that's good. <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> well, um, Luke, why don't you hit why don't you hit this next one for him? Because this is one of my favorite things and what um, I think I look forward to and what I've get at least got to see uh, in our marriage. Um, a little bit, but I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, let's talk uh, sanctification, huh? Let's so, how have you seen the Lord change you in marriage? Well, I, I I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'll I'll say that probably the biggest thing for me is he Tori. Actually, I'll go a different direction with that. I was gonna <laughs> say Tori's helped me become more disciplined, which she has, and that has helped me with my walk in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. But Tori, her faith 
is she has a very inquisitive faith, which I really appreciate about her. Like when she studies the Bible and when she is in her time with the Lord, she asks really good questions. She asks him questions that she doesn't know the answer to yet, and she seeks the Lord to find those answers. And I, my, my faith with the Lord, and I, I think that she might say this has rubbed off on her. I don't want to speak for her, but, don't but my, 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 my faith, <laughs> faith with the Lord is, is very much more of a, okay, God, if that's how, if that's how it is, that's how it is, and I'm going to run with it. Yeah. And I think that there is, is beauty in that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that sometimes it can be a cop-out to not really dive deep and not really dig in and see what the Lord is really saying. Yeah. And I have understood the Lord better, and I have understood different angles of what he is trying to say in his word because of the way that Tori has just sought him in such a a genuinely inquisitive way. Yeah, that's good. What are y'all's uh, Enneagrams? <coughs> I'm a seven. Are you a five, Tori? I'm a four. A four? Okay. Yeah. I okay. figured five, inquisitive would be five or one, but yeah. okay. and I was just, I just wanted to know. Yeah. But not that four. we, not that we endorse the Enneagram that did find its roots in pagan. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> check out, hey, check out uh, the Enneagram. It's one of our earlier episodes from no, season one. You were you so should, mean on that episode. Well, and it's demonic. It's demonic. It's the Billy, <laughs> it's the Billy Eilish of, uh, of uh, personality tests. Perfect. So. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say now. Um, I think, yeah, one thing that, well, a few things, um, kind of like Caleb was saying, in the opposite way, Mm -hmm. I think that he and watching him and his faith with the Lord and just um, kind of the way he encounters life, um, he just has so much joy. Like, you can't meet him and not experience the joy of the Lord. Um, And that's one of the things I love most about him. Um, and so in the way that I think it has changed me, like, I don't think I'm a, like, I'm a, I tend to be kind of in my emotions, mm-hmm. kind of serious, mm-hmm. like, not that I'm, as in Enneagram 4, I am not just like Debbie Downer all the time, yeah. I don't think, but I do tend to stray towards the negative. Um, mm-hmm. I can focus on it, um, which is not a good thing. Um, and Caleb has really helped me and challenged me by being intentional with me in the way that like if I'm talking bad about myself or about a situation he's like okay name three things about yourself that you like or okay I need you to say one good thing about what's going on I'm like it's frustrating why are you doing this to me (laughs) you know I don't want to think about this I want to be upset or angry or frustrated or whatever but um but it's really good like I, I I I simultaneously hold that frustration and gratitude for it (laughs) at the same time. Um, So, so I think that's one thing that has really, um, and I say that as someone who knows I have a long way to go in that um, and growth in just joy and, um, and not hyper focusing on the negative Um, because his faith is just so um, like, Oh yeah. I mean, the Lord can do it. Like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. But like, I have, I think I, I have probably one foot, like very grounded in reality yeah. mm-hmm. too much. So sometimes, and he's like over here yanking me like, Hey, no, but come on, like remember the Lord and mm. remember who he is and remember mm. what he can do That's good. and what his promises are. Um, whether he's 
is telling me that or it's just by nature of who he is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, <coughs> marriage is such a tricky subject. Um, it's so it, it, it can be very, um, it can be overwhelming at some points, but it can also be one of the coolest things on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you are, you are trying to do life with someone who's just as equally as messed up as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good to know that there is, um, uh, that there is grace and that if, if you ever want to truly see what it looks like to love others as yourself and really experience the gospel, Get married. Mm-hmm. Trying to show grace to someone who's a jerk sometimes. and But trying to show grace and learn and grow. and um, It's just a beautiful image of the gospel. And so uh, now that you guys are professionals at mm-hmm. being married. Right. Uh, Our book is coming out um, <laughs> in next month. Yes. Just um, kidding. That would be, that would be awesome. Um, uh, everything you need to know about marriage, we've been married for two years. Uh, and so, um, That's the book title. Yeah, that is. Good guess. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so um, what would be, if you guys, with what, what you have now, um, mm-hmm. all the experiences, all the knowledge, all the stuff that you've culminated in just a, a short time, what would be uh, the best advice um, to a dating couple Right now, like a dating couple who is really thinking about this, um, what is what is one thing you would tell them, uh, uh, especially if they're really thinking about uh, getting married? I would say, first off, let the weight of what you're about to, or or what you're thinking about stepping into, hit you. Like, don't blow past it. Let it weigh on you. I remember there was a, a point in our engagement where I really just let it weigh on me and I just was like honest with how difficult doing life with someone for the rest of your life will be and mm-hmm. being especially if you get married young you are going to go through even if you get married when you're 50 you are going to go through changes in your life whether they are the way they might be theologically they might be personality wise they might be politically who knows how you're going to change, but you yeah. are going to change. And so let the weight of what you're about to step into sit on you and talk with someone about it. Don't mm-hmm. just let it sit on you and try to figure it out yourself, yeah. but talk with your friends that you trust, but also talk with people who have been there before mm-hmm. and make sure that you are not just jumping into this and then getting on the other side of it and saying, I didn't really think about this, but now we're in a covenant before the Lord. And <laughs> right. We got to deal with it now. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say to uh, to tag off of that, like cause something, <laughs> I'm being very honest, I don't know if we did that before we got engaged. And that made our, our, our season of engagement was not my favorite season of life. Um, probably the hardest that mm. we've walked. I mean, in our relationship, yeah. you know, um, thus far. Um for lots of reasons, but I think that was one of them was like, if you can do that before you get yeah. down on one knee, mm-hmm. guys and ladies, you know, if you can process through, hey, this is like not just a fun dream that I have had yeah. since I was five and like dressed up in my mom's old veil. I never did that, but I feel like people have probably. <laughs> yeah, and it makes it sound um, better. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> um, you know, like it's not just, it's not a fairy tale. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's not what you're signing up for but it's so much better Mm -hmm. um but you have to understand what it is that you're doing for it to be good (laughs) um because like i think one thing that 
you know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, marriage is so hard. Marriage is so hard. And and it is hard and yeah. it's work and it's, but it can be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. like that would be my 100%. other piece of advice would be like, understand what you're doing. There is a heavy weight to it. Yeah. But like, don't take yourself so seriously, yeah. like I tend to do, yeah. that you forget the reason that you fell in love with the person in the first place you know like and be like hey like remember to be excited (laughs) Um, and and I think that every marriage counseling session ever going forward before people get married they need to add something to it based off of 2020 there just needs to be a whole section on hypothetically if you were stuck in a small apartment with this person for three months and you couldn't go anywhere else and you had to be in this apartment would you be okay with this person (laughs) because that might happen now it happened this year yeah i think it should be mandatory to play board games in in marriage counseling just to make sure that you guys can do this right because that's that's a big test um and then and just interested uh are you a normal eater like are you a picky eater were you a picky eater before you were married because i have a feeling and i don't know this i don't know i feel like you may be like maybe like just chicken nuggets and like uh, like French fries. <laughs> the word gets around. I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I just it, I've seen too many people like you before. <laughs> well, we know so, of one. Yeah, exactly. So I I actually like a lot of different types of food, but I will say the the most interesting thing there are lots. I Tori's gonna Can, say I don't like vegetables, and I think that's that, that was true. gonna be my question. No, he ha- he likes he likes vegetables. I will say. Can I say? Can I Popcorn. answer for you? Do whatever you want. You can talk after me. Um, he, <laughs> he, he is not picky. He is particular, mm. and I think there is a di- like yes. he like he's like oh I want this food but not this one you know like yes. I will eat this like you know like chicken vegetable yeah. rice whatever or steaks he likes salmon you know like he's yeah. not like a. a Chicken child. nuggets and fries yeah. type person. Yeah, like that would he be a likes child. salads more than I do, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. But like you ask about onions, absolutely not. Like I'll try yeah. to sneak an onion in a pasta dish. He's like, you can't do it. You can't do I'll it. I'll find them. He will find <laughs> them. He will find part. them. Um, so, so <laughs> is and that fair? I will fair? meticulously With, pick them out. He will. I don't cook spinach for him because he will also pick around that. Anyway. But is there anything that maybe? in this time you have grown to like that before you did not like because I would say I would say t- there have been two things one is sushi I never tried raw fish before and now it is it is legitimately my favorite food yes. I love you like sushi. sushi village I have never been to sushi I, village I, when red, you're gonna be in Gardendale red dragon roll go to sushi village okay. it's so right down the road from Gardendale All right, we need to make this happen soon yeah um, we'll, we'll go there and then also meal times Ah. I used to eat dinner mm-hmm. at like nine, ten o'clock at night, which was not good. That's for not his digestion. That's not good for your digestion. Right. Yeah, we did yeah. that. Right. Your, we did your that. colon needs to be checked. Tori didn't <laughs> believe me, and now that we are married, we will call my parents <laughs> at nine and ten o'clock at night, and they will be like, "Sorry, we're sitting down to eat dinner right now. We can't talk." Yeah, we'll Facetime them at eight <laughs> o'clock. They're in Eastern time, so they're an hour ahead yeah. of us, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're getting dinner ready to eat." I'm like. I'm sitting on the couch in my PJs, you yeah. know, like you dinner four what? hours yeah. ago. <laughs> but I, I feel like I have started eating later because of him. 
Like, and so you're kind of we, meeting in the middle. We're like middle. a six thirty family now. It's, no, I was never that early. It's more <laughs> like seven. Yeah, that's way too late. When you have kids, we eat dinner at five. Um, we are now on. When you have kids, you basically move into a senior adult schedule. And so, like, no joke. I, I think that's so funny because I I ate corn, I ate mashed potatoes, I'd eat broccoli, but that was it. And then when I got married. What? Bro, I'm telling you, we eat every. My my wife is also, just also yeah. Meredith awesome. is like very particular in her foods, like all she organic. She likes healthy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and so we we eat a lot of like good healthy food. And so that mm-hmm. was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And and like I realize now, my mom tried to kill me. Like I'm like I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty because we would eat at like nine o'clock at night. But my mom would go to Walmart, get all the stuff, and she'd bring home chicken tenders from Walmart so that we could eat them before while she's preparing the meal. I don't know how I don't weigh one metric ton and why <laughs> my heart is not laying over <laughs> in some sort of vault right now because I'm dead. And so, um, but I love marriage. I think it's I think it's awesome, and it, it really does cool things like that. Where uh, now I eat vegetables um, yeah. a lot, and you eat sushi, and mm-hmm. so. Um, but you know, I, I want to one just thank you guys for your open. Uh, your openness and honesty and all this and um, that it's not all just fairy tales and, and, and a, a giant sleepover. Sometimes you fight over if you want a dog or not. And, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to go through struggles like mm-hmm. furlough and getting mm-hmm. laid yeah. off and, and the struggles of all that. And so, mm-hmm. um, but we really appreciate it. And thank yeah, you guys yeah. so much Thanks for being, for being on, on the podcast. Thank yeah. you guys for having us. This is awesome. for having us. Yeah. Yes. We, uh, we love it. And um, we hope that you guys who are listening right now, uh, we hope that you're encouraged by this. Dating is a difficult season. You're trying to meet different people and get to know their uh, ups and downs and their, their past. And I think you've got some good, solid advice uh, from people who are, are in the throes of it right now and just recently coming out of that season. And so we just want to encourage you, uh, maybe pick up that book by Timothy Keller. Maybe uh, maybe have a conversation with somebody before you think about engagement. Or if you're married, know that there's good counseling um, available for um, all different stages of dating and mirroring life. Uh, But wherever you're at, we encourage you, like always, to seek the Lord and to make sure, first and foremost, that your footing is in Him uh, and Him alone. Because without Him, it doesn't matter how great your marriage is. It'll not be fulfilled like it should be. We love you guys. Share this with somebody who needs it. Thanks for listening to the Here's the Deal podcast.